It's the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the Donna Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God. This voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Oh, I need a nap. Well, hello, darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. And welcome to the Donna Sugars Show. Oh, yes, girls. So, another week, another podcast, so much to talk about. So, we're going to jump right in, okay? Because this big gay monster has had some things to talk about. Uh, I had a birthday weekend at the beginning of May here. We went out to Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I was not super thrilled about going to Vegas, I will admit, because I really, oh God, just, I wasn't ready for like people not wearing masks and oh God, you know, there was going to be like no social distancing. I just wasn't ready for it. Okay. I spent the last year isolating. So social anxiety. Um, so (laughs) We get out there, and uh, the 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 ride out there was pretty uneventful. Uh, we are we go we make it out there, and we're staying at the Club Wyndham Desert Blue, which is uh for the Wyndham Vacation Club, like their timeshare program. We're staying there. There's no casino in it. There's no uh, uh slot machines. It's just a hotel. It's just what it needs to be. It was a delight. So we go in. We check in. Uh, mom goes up to the room. I go to park the car. It's me, my mom, and our family friend Troy. And then uh, my aunt and her boyfriend had arrived earlier and they're in a separate room. So we had a one bedroom suite. Um, I was going to stay with my mom in the master on the king bed. And then my uh, the family friend was going to be on the couch, Troy. So get into the room. Mom's like, this room has not been cleaned. We're being moved to another room. Don't touch anything. Go in. The table's dirty. There's cups, like used cups. The bed looks like someone had an orgy in it. Like, it was thrash. Like, I mean, someone had gone a little cuckoo magoo in there. So we sit there. They put us in a two-room suite. Oh, it was stunning. It was so beautiful. It was closer to the elevator. It had these beautiful views. Oh, so we had our rooms to ourselves. Oh, it was so good. Um... Love that so much. <laughs> so the next day, we go to, uh, uh, we decide that we want to go to the Hoover Dam. Like, do you want to go to a casino? No, let's go to the Hoover Dam. <laughs> we go to the Hoover Dam. Um, and my mother says, you know what we've never done? Let's go put our lake, uh, let's go put our feet in the water at Lake Matthews. Uh, we've never, because I mean, we went to see how far down the water was. And the water was really down. So we go. We go into the park, we park, we see like the beach is so far away. There's so many people there. We get all the way down there. Mom realizes I am wearing wedge heels. There is no place to sit. There's no way I will be able to take these off on this rocky (laughs) ground, put my feet in the water and then get those things back on. Um, So we kept trying to help her. She's like, no, it can't happen. I did it. The water was freezing. Oh, but it was so, it was so nice. It was something I'd never done before. So it was kind of an experience. I saw this cute little gay couple on a date. They were adorable. These little just gay boys. 
Oh, it was just so cute. Uh, so we left there. We went home. We had to shower and change to get ready for dinner. Uh, dinner, we were trying to figure out where to go. And there were a few places that I wanted to go to, but then they weren't open or the reservations were crazy. And the one thing we noticed for anyone going to Vegas anytime soon is that the price of food has gone up by like a good 20 to 25%. They are trying to recoup their losses and they are going a little crazy with the cost of food. It's, it's insane what they're charging for some things. Uh, but we decided to go to a place called Buca de Pepo. Delicious. Um, anyone who's been there, they're a chain. There's this really good Italian place, but they do family service. So when you go, you either get a small or a large uh, entrees and sides and all that. And the small feeds three people, the large feeds five people. So we go, we get lasagna, large, uh, carbonara, not real carbonara, like lazy carbonara. So Alfredo sauce, and then they throw in some peas and some uh, uh, prosciutto. Like, it's not real carbonara. Calm down. Um, <laughs> I love a good carbonara. Oh, God. For a lactose intolerant queen, like, girl, I love a carbonara. Uh, just egg yolks and cheese. Uh, so we ordered that. Some calamari and then like the, what is it, with the mozzarella and the basil and the tomatoes. Uh, so we order our meals and the server is great. She says, you don't need to order large on both of these because they are gigantic. I would get maybe the lasagna large if you guys are really hungry and get the carbonara small because carbonara small is more than enough for the five of you. Frankly, we could have gotten both of them small. All five of us could have eaten our fill. We had so much leftovers. It was insane. Oh my God. Thank God the room had a full kitchen in it because there was so much leftovers. I was determined because they have a lemon cake that I wanted so bad. There was so much food. Oh God. I There was not a chance in hell I could have eaten that lemon cake. Oh, so good though. Oh, um, and before we went, I decided to have a piece of special chocolate. So halfway through the meal, I lost the ability to speak and I kind of just zoned out. So <laughs> so I was in a food coma and a chocolate coma. Uh, <laughs> so it was, a, it was a lot of fun had by all. Uh, so going home, the only thing I wanted to do is I wanted to go to uh, Alien Jerky. So anyone who has ever done the drive from Southern California to Vegas, there's a place uh, called Baker. And Baker has one purpose. You stop, you use the bathroom, you go to fast food. You, I mean, it's stop, food, restroom. There's, they used to have like this really fun little swap meet. I don't think it's there anymore. But they have a place called Alien Jerky. Now, it started off as legit like a shack that they sold dried nuts and, and fruits and jerky. Then... It just kept expanding. Now, they own this huge lot. They have this giant, what looks like an alien tank that the whole store is in. Um, and then they have these lampposts with aliens and flying saucers. And their warehouse in the back is huge. Um, and it looks like an alien structure. And there's talks about them opening up a hotel that's shaped like a flying saucer. So I love every single second of that. Um, and I want that to be a reality so bad. Um, so I love going there. I went in. The I love jerky. I have a problem. I love jerky. Jerky is so not good for you, but it's so delicious. So I got some jerky. Um, it was gone after like a week. It was gone. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so then going home, 
here's the thing with driving to and from Vegas from California. Anyone out here will understand when I say this. The Cajon Pass sucks balls in a bad way. It is awful. Okay? You get a flat tire, you're going to char you're going you get a flat tire on the Cajon Pass, you are slowing down traffic for at least an hour. For everyone trying to go somewhere. So uh on the way out there, um there was a car on the side of the road, slowed down, added an extra 40 minutes to our drive. On the way back, what should have been a three and a half hour drive was seven hours long. Now it was seven hours long because I was, honestly we were leaving on a Sunday. Sundays are always a crazy, hectic day to drive home from Vegas. And the agriculture checkpoint when you get to the state line between California and Nevada. And there was a car accident on the Cohen Pass. It was a lot. It took us forever to get home. We were all exhausted and we just wanted to be home. And then it ended. <laughs> so um, because uh, my brother and his wife and kids couldn't come with us for, for uh, the Vegas, they came over. We had a wonderful barbecue. And my, they gave, my gift, what I always ask for gifts is I want pictures. I want pictures of the family. I want pictures of the boys. I love pictures. I want to be able to hang pictures on the wall. I love seeing them grow. What they handed me is they handed me an envelope of, like, they have some framed pictures, which I'm happy about. They handed me an envelope of some pictures that my mother had given my brother of my dad, and I kind of lost my fucking mind. <laughs> um, I, I had to fight back tears. Um, for anyone, I, I've talked about this. My, my dad passed away five years ago, and it was a lot. <laughs> I don't I, if I start talking about it I'm gonna cry um I'm actually going to see him today right after the show I'm gonna go out to the cemetery um and I miss him every day so oh god don't do it <sighs> oh god drag queen cold dead inside um okay I'm sorry it's good yeah I had a mantra um so there are pictures of him when he was younger and like pictures of him as like when he was like 17 going to prom. Uh, there were pictures of him when he first joined the military. My dad had a thing for aviator glasses and my dad was a good looking man. And I'm so bitter and angry that I did not get his cheekbones. It kind of just upsets me. So, <laughs> uh, but it was, um, nice. I love those pictures. I can't wait to do something with those pictures, be able to frame them, put them on the walls. Uh, I mean, just these amazing pictures that I had never seen before of like my dad when he was my age, which was just a lot. Um, so I kind of was thinking about him a lot this last week. So darlings, let's get right into some two minutes of news. And then we have some other stuff to talk about. Um, some appropriate, some not appropriate, some video game related. Let's get into it, girl. You rock! <laughs> two minutes of news! Yes! Montreal luxury home, a Pornhub owner, destroyed in suspected arson. Girl, you know he burned that down himself for the money after the Pornhub purge, he needed it. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis declares COVID state of emergency over and overrides all local restrictions. Get ready for a fourth wave, y'all! A South Carolina court has ruled that a black man enslaved by a white man for over five years should be given $546,000 in compensation. Former WWE star Gabby Tuft reveals she's transgendered, and we love you, darlings! Channing Tatum admits that he only works out when he has to be naked in a film. 
So, like, is, is there one coming up? Proving the stereotype true, a Florida woman was charged with felony after yelling racial slurs and throwing a Whopper at a Burger King employee because her tomatoes were too thick. Ex-Sean Cody performer Jarek Wentworth is out of prison and looking at a new career as the governor of California, as he jokes that he may run for the office. Thousands signed petition urging Dr. Jill Biden to fix Melania's murdered rose garden at the White House. Ooh, look, another one. A Florida teen accused of rigging a homecoming queen election with her mother's being charged as an adult, the prosecution has said. An Italian court sentences two American tourists life in prison after murdering a policeman with a knife. In gay porn news, two Helix models quit the studio over the weekend accusing the company of mistreating them, including drug use and sexual assault. Wildlife presenter Dan O'Neill was told he was too gay for television and he's fucking adorable. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. A California man fraudulently got $5 million in COVID-19 relief and used it on a Ferrari, a Bentley, a Lamborghini, and luxury vacations. Ex-gay former porn star Logan McCree, who went to Scotland to run for political office, has failed to get enough votes to land a seat in the house. I mean, he really should return to getting dicked down. I mean, do what you're good at. Wales elects the world's first openly non-binary mayor, and they are gorgeous. Even with the green hair, I love it. They are so cute. Neo-Nazi who called for the extermination of all queers gets outed in a court hearing as a bisexual. <laughs> well, this is awkward. Colton Underwood only came out after being blackmailed for visiting a gay spa. Girl, we'll talk about this later. In not-quite-shocking news, Ellen DeGeneres announces that the upcoming 19th season of her one-time hit talk show it will be her last and finally kat dennings is engaged and her fiance is hot two minutes of news yes darlings okay so i went a little over okay so it's two minutes and 10 seconds of news okay don't judge don't judge uh there were so many good stories i didn't want to cut one okay okay let's let's start at the very beginning we're gonna talk about the ones that are the most important we're not gonna get through all of them um yes mind geek executive and Pornhub owner ferris antoon totally at his house he absolutely paid someone to burn down his house, girl. After everything that happened at Pornhub, you know he needed that money, honey. Okay, because after the purge, nobody uses Pornhub anymore. Nobody. Oh, my God. I don't know anyone. I don't. It's awful now. Oh, God, it's so bad. Um, so, yeah, sucks to be you. Um, okay. Ron DeSantis is a schmuck. Uh, so there was this whole thing about ending all uh, uh, provisions, like everything related to... Um, everything related about COVID, like pretty much fuck you, CDC. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. He's, he's biting, he's cutting off his nose to spite his face here because the cruise ship industry wants to continue in July doing, wants to go back to cruising. Um, oh God, not that kind of cruising, but maybe, uh, so 98% of the crew has to be vaccinated and 95% of all the passengers have to be vaccinated and they are going to comply with the center of disease controls rules. Their guidelines. Except they're being blocked by Florida's Governor DeSantis, who signed an executive order banning vaccine passports, which is the easiest way for a person to show that, yes, they have been vaccinated so that they can travel. Um, and he is signing legislation that would make it illegal for any business or industry to ask whether their passengers or customers have been vaccinated. So the CEO of Norwegian Cruises has simply threatened to pull uh, from the port of Miami. It's like, we don't need to land in Miami. We don't need to stop anywhere in your state. We can stop somewhere else. And I hope they do. Honestly, I hope they do. And I hope Ron DeSantis has to come tail between his legs, apologizing for being a schmuck. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just, I can't. Um, so th this, I mean, this story is insane. This white dude, Bobby Edwards, he's been sentenced to 10 years in prison for enslaving his, his, his employee. 
Um, he coerced John Christopher Smith, um, who is intellectually disabled, um, into servitude, working a hundred hours a week without pay in his restaurant. So um, he is in jail. And after five years with all the penalties and uh, everything kind of compounded, like <laughs> this poor man is being awarded $546,000 uh, for the, the time that he spent literally as a slave in. And we're not talking about years ago. Like this isn't a while ago. This is 2019. Th- there was a sentence like, like really <laughs> 2014 to 2019. A white man kept a black person as a slave. It's insane. Absolutely insane. I'm genuinely kind of curious if uh, Jarek Wentworth is still as tight as he used to be. Um, because he was... Girl. He was very tight at one moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Melania comes into the White House and destroys a garden that was planted by Jackie Kennedy back in 1962. Rips it all out. I mean crab apple trees that were there from the beginning there was no reason to remove them and she did and i mean it just looks so bad and it was so colorful every uh first lady has tried to add something to it there were a lot of beautiful colors that were brought in over the years and it was just this beautiful example of of just nature and just manicured beautiful nature and now it is so ugly it's so stark and barren. It's it's like Melania. It's just sleek and dead looking. Like there's nothing behind the eyes of this garden. Just hollow, empty husks. So yes, I absolutely want Jill Biden to fix this. Dr. Jill Biden. I'm sorry. When I say her name, I'm going to use her damn title because that title is well earned. So the two Helix models, darling, I... This article, if even part of it is true, is awful. Uh, Eli Bennett and Jordan Lake announced they were departing the social media, the, the studio via social media. Um, Lake had gone on to say that they made fun of him because of his lisp, uh, the way that he acted on camera, and even the way he dressed. They claimed that alcohol and illegal substances were constantly being pushed on them. He said that um, Bennett went on to say it was an absolute hell. He had no control over his filming. He was in pain. He was uncomfortable. He was told to simply suck it up. Um, I think it gets even worse. They did an interview where they said that there was a lot of non-consensual sex where they were blacked out from too much drinking and drugs. And they would wake up having the owner of the company having sex with them. Like, dude, like, what the fuck? Like, all those years, all these porn companies trying to, like, get away from that disgusting image. And then there's, here here you are, perpetrating. That's not, is perpetrating the right word? Perpetuating. That's what it is. Girl, I know my words. (laughs) Girl, it takes me a minute, okay? I'm used to guarding bridges and collecting tolls, okay? Leave me alone. So, this young Dan O'Neill, it's Dan O'Wild on um instagram he's so cute um he is a wildlife filmmaker a tv presenter a phd candidate biologist and he was sharing some experiences of his anti-gay discrimination um he said that they were constantly telling him to play down his sexuality even going to the extreme of meeting with the production company in london to pitch ideas i'm getting all excited and then to have them say he was a little gayer than they expected like really 
Like, who cares? And they would just never call him again. Like, that's fucked up. Like, it's time for them to start realizing that, like, I mean, let's be fair. Like, if you look at his Instagram, you'll see what I'm saying. Like, he's gorgeous. You put him on TV. I don't care if he has, I don't care how gay he sounds or how gay he comes across. If he's passionate about what he's doing, no one's going to care. So, um, (laughs) oh God. Okay, I brought up Logan McCree before. Um, his real name is Philip Tanzer. He went to Scotland. He became part of this ex-gay, anti-porn, far-right men's activist group. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I was a fan of his. Um, I love the full-body tattoos. He was a very... He was very aggressive. Um, aggressive in, in a way that I didn't think I was into. Um it was a lot. <laughs> I, I liked it a lot. Uh, so when I kind of learned about his, like what he had kind of become, I was like, what a douche. And then after this, I'm like, I really, I can't watch his. Can I, can I still watch his videos? Like I, I'm like, I almost just want to get rid of them. Like just purge them from the system. Like, I just want to take them out of the archive. Like, I mean, it's like when they, okay, 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 wait, wait, wait. So think of it this way. So, it's like when they found out that Kamino was somehow deleted from the Jedi archive. Um, my archive of gay porn is is about the same as the Jedi archive, and, and mostly in size and uh, complexity. So, like, I just should I purge him? But then, like, down the line, if he makes a comeback or realizes that he's not such a dick, like, you, I'm going to want those videos. And then, like, Obi-Wan's going to have to, like, try and use some fucking Jedi mind tricks to, like, retrieve them. Like, we know there's a planet there, and then, like, just go. Have people with long necks. I always wonder if the Kaminans had large penises. How did I get this off topic? What are we talking about? Oh, girl, I'm having a moment. Okay, I just want to end. Okay, first of all, I want to very quickly end, and then we'll move on. Colton Underwood. So we've talked about him before. He comes out. They offer him a Netflix show where it's going to be him and Gus Kentworth, and you're just like, okay, whatever. Um... And everyone's like, why is this a big deal? So, dude was experimenting with his sexuality. Um, He went to a gay spa uh, where anonymous photos, uh, anonymous emails were sent to him claiming to have nude photos of him at the venue. And it was then that prompted him to speak to his publicist about coming out. Like, everything he does is calculated. Like, there's even uh, articles out today that he was sleeping with men before he even did The Bachelor. So, honestly, I hate to say this. He completely defrauded ABC by doing The Bachelor. Like, he had no intention of marrying these any of those women because he was never going to marry a woman because he was fucking men. And he didn't come out as bisexual. He came out as homosexual. He came out as a gay man. He's like, th- where's the spectrum here, honey? You went on a show with a bunch of women. They weren't truthful with at all. You weren't truthful with anyone. You weren't truthful with the studio. You weren't truthful with these poor women. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I just, it's so, it's so stupid to me. And then he's being rewarded with a TV show. Like, no, no, I, no, move on. Okay, that's it. Let's move on to another topic. What's this? It's the internet. What's that? It's a big network and open forum that allows the expression of opinions where people have discussion with their different points of view. I love that bumper so much. It like, I I just love it so much. (laughs) 
<laughs> so darling's the internet i spent a lot of time on the internet and there's a few things that i think are going to be coming down the line and a few things that we're going to talk about now so the biggest thing is that i have been playing a lot of games that are very lgbt themed um so i have played at this moment i've probably played through maybe a dozen almost two dozen games um, a lot of them came from itch.io which itch.io is this wonderful kind of independent uh, place for people to post games and there's an entire section if you search gay um, lgbt there are games that are very sexually inappropriate <laughs> which i love there are games that are just pure some of them are not really games some of them are visual novels um some of them are like almost they're like a cross between a visual novel and a game because it's like a choose your own adventure um all of them are amazing i i was talking about them the other day and with um with the boys over at Gayish, I was talking with Mike and I was talking with Dan uh, when we were playing WoW. And I want to deep dive into some of these games. So I think that on top of everything else, I'm actually going to do a little segment coming up. We'll do it in the next episode where I'm going to pick a game. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you where you can get it. Um, there are so many games with furries in them. I, I, I am not, that has never been my thing, but I'm going to start playing all of them. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you all about these games where you can get them. Um, and some of them are absolutely amazing. So if you're looking for some good gay content, uh, it's really good. We'll have fun with that. So I've been spending a lot of time on the internet doing that. <laughs> it's been a lot. I've been having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> These games are so good. Some of them are so smutty and some of them are so sexy. Oh, girls. Uh, so, oh my God. Um, I found this product. Uh, if you go to Really Big Towel Company, so it's reallybigtowelco.com. Um, these towels are amazing. They're a hundred inch bath towels. I totally want one because, like, I will admit, girl, I'm a big bitch. I'm a big monster. I've said it. I'm a gay monster. Okay. I'm a motherfucking monster. Like, girl, I'm, that's me. Um, so I want a 100-inch bath towel. I, I want to wrap myself in a towel like I was a little kid. Remember when you were a little kid and you used to, like, wrap yourself in a towel like it was a dress? And then you put another towel over your head and it was, like, your long blonde hair? No? Just me? No. Well, this is awkward. Uh, so they have them. They're like $44. Even full price, they're $49. But they're on sale right now for $44. So check them out. Really big towel company. CO.com. They're super nice. They look super comfy. I want them. They have some ugly colors. They have some pretty colors. Um, legitimately, I'd probably get gray or black or navy because I'm kind of that. Um, but if I was on my own, I actually kind of love the burgundy and the purple is cute. But I'm weird about a white bath towel. Like, white? Like, I, I don't know anything that's white. Like, I don't have any clothes, any towels, nothing that's white. <laughs> it just seems weird to me. So, no white. <laughs> no white for me. Okay, so I will have to say this. Anyone who's listened to a couple episodes or talked to me knows that I have a thing about mustaches lately. And I can't fully explain to you why, but I just, there's something about mustaches that just, oh, girl, I can't even go. Um, so there's a guy called Scott Sice. 
So it's um, Scott, normal spelling, last name Sice, S-E-I-S-S, who is on TikTok, and I follow him on Twitter and everywhere, who has a mustache, and he does this really cool thing where he's like, um, so he posts the, the question, um, someone asks him a question at a retail space, and then he gets real honest. He gets like real serious and real honest, and it's it's hot like it's something really hot and really funny and really great about it so go check out his video scott sice at uh, uh on tiktok um you can also find him on twitter and i'm sure on the gram instagram i haven't found myself in a really weird circle of videos um i say that and normally i joke like a k-hole it is weird because um so there are times when i need something in the background to keep my mind kind of just going um so i will watch weekend updates snl weekend updates and mostly because i just i want to rub my naked body all over jost (laughs) colin jost he's very cute to me um i don't know i think it's the young republican in him i don't know what it is something about him is very sexy um I just don't know. There's something I'm, I'm a weirdo. Get over it. Uh, so I love him and Michael Che are like such the perfect pair. They're so different from each other and it makes this like really fun friendship. Um, I love watching these videos. So I will start watching videos and they lead me down just a circle of these videos. And then I realize at a certain point, it kicks me back to one of the videos I've already watched and I just keep going and there's, I just keep it in the background because there's so there's something so calming about it just like okay just kind of some light comedy in the background um last week i got real serious and i was watching nothing but gay short films and these clips were like it's from gay movies and someone took the gay movie and they kind of cut it up into this little short like three minute vignette put some music behind it and it's like this is the whole movie um which they kind of did a good job um and i was just watching those like crazy i've also been watching a lot of college humor um when they do their their no laughing news challenges where they don't know what's on the teleprompters so check those out if you're really into something i i'm a weirdo when it comes to that now I'm going to play this because I hold on. I need to do this because I'm going to deep dive into something that I have been. It's been driving me crazy now for a couple of days. Mom, don't listen. Mom, don't listen. Mom, don't listen. I'm talking about dicks. Yeah, dicks. You've been warned. Okay, everyone. There is a video online. Now, this video is it's not a new video. It's not. It's a video that I'm sure many of you have seen. Some of you have pro- the straight ones are probably not. But a lot of you gay ones have seen this video. I'm going to post a link to it. Um, this is just someone who posted uh, this video online. It is a sneaky camera inside a men's bathroom. So I, these I don't know if these people knew that they are being recorded. I don't know. We're just going to talk about the guy in this video. So it, click the link if you want to like watch along with me. But okay. I'm going to go right from the beginning. Uh, it's because it's a lot here. This dude comes sauntering into the bathroom in flip-flops, beer in his hand, comes up to the urinal, and I don't know where this camera is because this camera is legit, like, dick level. And it's a pretty good quality camera, too. And he opens up his fly and you realize he's not wearing any underwear. And he pulls out 
the biggest penis I've ever seen. Soft. This penis that you he he at one point needed to hold onto with two hands. And he proceeds to pee, which I girls, if your kink is pee, like I'm not gonna yuck your yum. Have fun. Um, that's never been my thing. Just the the most like the most big penis I've ever seen. Then he finishes peeing, he jerks it a little bit, he wipes the tip of his dickhead on his shorts, zips up, grabs his beer, doesn't wash his hands, and leaves the bathroom. Now this is a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. Here's my biggest takeaways of this. You know this guy's a douche. Like, you know this guy is a douche. First of all, where the fuck are you that you think it's okay to freeball? Like, you're not gay. I mean, he's clearly not gay. Like, one of the guys in the video is wearing boat shoes. Like, I'm sorry, there's no gay man wearing boat shoes to a bar. Um, Lots of sandals. Like, I mean, clearly gay. He pulls out this hog, this, I mean, fire hose of a penis. I mean, this penis is what other penises dream about growing into one day. It's gigantic. And he has no shame. If you have this level of no shame, you know you've got the biggest dick in the damn room. Okay? That is some big dick energy that cannot be faked. Okay? I don't care how big your truck is, how high you lift it, how loud your spoiler is. This kind of energy, he could be driving around in a fucking pinto. He's going to walk around like he fucking owns the place. This thing is insane. Now, this dick, I mean, if I had to like, it's definitely more than a mouthful. Um, If I had to give a, like, it's easily eight inches soft and maybe three inches around, four inches around. I don't know. I, I I have a really bad sense of measurement. It's. It's a lot. At one point, he's got both hands on it, and there's still more dick. So I, I just, I, I can't, I can't. Like, all I got was a personality. Like, I'm literally a fucking mountain troll like, that, that can put on some makeup and a wig and make people laugh sometimes, but this big dick motherfucker, you know he don't gotta work. Like, honestly, you know he doesn't have to work hard. He just, you know, he just breezes through life just with that giant penis. I can't get over it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that I'm like harping on this poor man's penis. He could be a nice man. He could be donating to charity. I don't even know. I'm angry at his giant penis. So I will post the link. Check it out. I mean, I'm sure everyone's seen it. <laughs> um, it this, I, this video has been going around for years from what I've been told. Um, it just makes me so angry. Even if the penis doesn't get any bigger. Like, even if it doesn't get any longer, when, when he gets aroused. So when he gets aroused, even if it doesn't get any longer, or it doesn't get any thicker, it is still bigger than most people's dicks. Like, it is well above the average. Okay? I know Mike over at Gayish is trying to find the 10-inch penis. If this thing gets any bigger, he's he's pretty damn close. It's just insane. A white guy should have a penis this big. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it. Okay. Um... <laughs> classy this this is quality podcast <laughs> oh my god um let's talk about something else because literally i will watch this video on a loop and i did almost an entire day monday i spent most of monday watching this video on a loop it's insane to me i just i can't i can't get over it 
and I'm not angry. There's, it's like, for me, I'm like, oh, it's kind of sexy. And there's that moment that you're like, I'm watching porn. No, no, I'm angry. I'm angry at that giant dick <laughs> and the douche that it's connected to. Like, I'm literally envisioning his whole life in my mind. And I'm just like, I hate you. Um, yeah, it's a lot. I'll post the video. It's very not safe for work because it's literally a, a man pulling his dick out. So, but <laughs> watch at your discretion. And is anyone as angry as I am? Let me know. Okay. She's probably playing WoW or something. <laughs> Job's done. Me not that kind of orc. Okay, darlings, let's get into the next expansion of the World of Warcraft. This is, I love lore. This is where I get crazy. We're not going to go too deep this time because it's, <laughs> the show's been going on, but I'm going to give you guys what I can. I'm going to set you up for what we're going to be talking about. In 2007, the first expansion to the MMORPG World of Warcraft came out, and it was called The Burning Crusade. It was taking us to the other side of the Dark Portal and showing us exactly what happened to the orc world of Draenor. So I'm going to have to be giving you guys lots of stuff. I'm going to be throwing lots of stuff on your plate. So darlings, bear with me. Some of the stuff is stuff I'm referring back to from what we talked before. Some of the stuff you can have no idea. I'm going to try not to go on too many tangents. Y'all know I go on some tangents, uh, but I'm going to do my best. So after the second war, <laughs> we're starting with a tangent. After the second war, a group of of alliance members um, that called themselves the Sons of Lothar, uh, Lothar, who remember Lothar died at the end of the Second War, traveled through the Dark Portal to the to what's left of the Orc homeworld, um, in an attempt to stop them from ever coming through the portal again. There were some other things happening. There was some magic stuff. Deathwing was involved. Girl, we can skip past that stuff, and we know that. Illidan Stormrage and his allies had gone through the portal as well. So this human host, this alliance host, led by Turalyon, uh, Turalyon, if anyone remembers, he is one of the people that helped convince the human nations to bind, to, uh, bind themselves together in an alliance during the Second War when the orcs were coming up to Lordaeron. Um, and his lover, Illyria Windrunner, uh, she is the sister of Sylvanas Windrunner. Um, she was one of the um, uh, ranger captains in Quelphalos, the the uh, elf land. Um, she went there, and as well as Cadgar, the mage. So they go there over there. Ultimately, what they were trying to do is they were trying to stop Nerzul. Now we talked about Nerzul before. Nerzul is the reason why the orcs succumbed to the burning legion because he rallied the orcs to drink the blood of manoroth and join with the burning legion to become what they would become the thralls of the legion so he's trying to now double cross the legion he's trying to take as many orcs as he can and flee to another world so he begins building these portals to go to another world and he's drawing on all this magic and what he ends up doing is he ends up blowing up the fucking planet. He blows up the planet. Now we know he survives because we know the Burning Legion gets their hands on him, rip his soul from his body, and infuse his soul into Ice Crown, into this armor that would then be worn by Arthas Menethil during the Third War. So we know that he survives. 
But nobody knows what's on the other side of that portal. No one knows what's left of Draenor. These epic heroes of the Horde, uh, the Horde and the Alliance, these people crossed into this realm. No one knows anything. The Horde doesn't know if there's anything left of their homeland. The Alliance doesn't know if anything is left of the those major epic people from their civilization who went over there to stop this great menace. Until the portal opens up and demons start pouring through. Like, honestly, what the fuck? Like, how many times are demons going to pour through this damn portal? How, the, or, the, the demons are never going to give up. <laughs> you guys know the demons never give up trying to take over Azeroth. Um, they just went back to what's left of Draenor and they just opened the portal again and sent demons through. So we're going to get to know more about that coming up. So now I've got to go and I really need to tell you guys about the two new playable races that come through this expansion and why they're important. Um, <laughs> why, and why they're important to me. So the first one is the ones that we have known for the whole time. Um, they're the Blood Elves. Now the Blood Elves used to be called the High Elves. Um, they were a faction. They were members of the Alliance for the longest time. Until the Alliance turned its back on them during the Third War, and no one came to their aid as the Scourge, led by Arthas, decimates their land, corrupts the Sunwell just to, to resuscitate Kel'Thuzad, bring Kel'Thuzad back from the dead. They were starved for magic. They realized that the Sunwell fed them. It also made them addicted, and they, had, they were now complete drug addicts. Like <laughs> They were going through withdrawals. Their leader, Keltha Sunstrider, goes with Illidan, Stormrage, um, to find new sources of magic and is going to help his people the best way he can. He takes a bunch of people. He leaves. Well, he leaves and goes through the portal. So no one knows. They know the world's blown up. They don't know if he's alive or dead. So now the Blood Elves, what's left of them, are being led by the Regent Lord Lothamar Theron. He is helping what is what people he can help in this scarred and destroyed city. Um, and they find help in their former Ranger General, Sylvanas Windrunner, who had died and been resurrected and is now the head of the Forsaken, the undead race that is part of the Horde. And the Horde, they're sent, they help the blood elves and the blood elves join the horde happily join the horde the horde welcomed them with open arms here's what's cool about that before this the only way you could be a paladin because we've talked about paladins paladins are amazing they're half cleric half warrior the best of both worlds paladins they're really amazing they both call upon the light and have epic weapons they like up in your face hitting you with a giant hammer uh, they're amazing so <laughs> the only way you could play a paladin in the game before now is you had to play as a human so you could only play in the alliance as a human as the counter to that the only shaman you could be um was on the horde if you wanted to be a shaman you had to be a troll on the horde so with the addition of the Blood Elves to the Horde, now the Horde can be Paladins. And I will tell you that probably during Burning Crusade, there were Paladins everywhere. Blood Elf Paladins everywhere. My first main character, Norilla, was a Blood Elf Paladin, and I loved her. I have since race changed her and faction changed her over to the Alliance because I'm 
<laughs> mostly playing Alliance. And she is now a Lightforged man named Derek Kraber. Um, she's very cute. <laughs> so, uh, but I still have memories of her time as a Blood Elf. The other race that we got was the Draenei. Now, the Draenei, you really don't know. The Draenei is a faction of uncorrupted Eridar. Now, up until this point, you have met two Draenei. <laughs> well, you've met two Eridar. Let's, let me tell you, and I'll say some names and you might find them familiar. So the Eridar are, are thought to be one of the oldest races in the universe. They are extremely intelligent and are natural affinity for magic in all of its forms. That obviously made them a huge target for the Burning Legion. The Dark Titan Sargeras comes to their world and he wants them to bow before him, join with his, uh, join the Burning Legion and, and bring their magical expertise. Now, before this, they were led by a triumvirate. Three people led their society. One of them was Velen, and the other two were Kil'jaeden and Archimond. Now, Kil'jaeden and Archimond should sound familiar if you're listening to the podcast when I talk about the First and Second world Wars, because they are epic generals in the Burning Legion. Archimond is the one who destroyed the World Tree in the Third War. Kil'jaeden was trying to help Sargeras through during the Second War. <laughs> these people, these are like the gen the highest of the high. Um, <laughs> so Velen is not part of the Burning Legion. Velen took what survivors he could from his homeworld, jumped on a spaceship, and fled. And for an amazingly long amount of time they just kept flying and kept going from world to world and the burning legion kept chasing after them and they eventually reached a world called draenor that had a race on it called orcs but they thought we could set down roots here and they did pretty successfully they have an entire civilization they rebuilt their people on this planet and this is where they're going to kind of set down roots. And they have a kind of loose alliance. Like, they're friendly, but they're not best friends. Like, they don't attack each other. There's some infighting, but for the most part, they stick to themselves. Um, and then the Burning Legion comes to Draenor and corrupts the orcs. And the orcs need souls to fuel the dark portal. And where can they get a lot of souls from non-orcs and they attack the Draenei. So these Draenei's are already refugees from their planet that's been corrupted and destroyed. They spent all this time rebuilding their civilization only to have them be attacked again. So they jump on their spaceship, what they could, and they flee again. This time the ship crashes and it crashes on Azeroth. So a small island, um, ship crashes, they're on Azeroth, they're trying to figure out where they are, what this land is, and they meet their first real inhabitants, the first real, they meet some blood elves. And the blood elves can see that there is a lot of energy to be taken from the wreckage of this ship. 
and they go full tilt, taking whatever they can. This is the this is the drug addict. I mean, they're sneaking in to steal your silverware, steal your VCR. Okay, um, so that obviously gives them a really bad taste in their mouth. And the alliance quickly comes to their aid. So the Draenei, now stuck on Earth, uh, Earth on Azeroth, join the alliance. Now here's what's cool about that. Uh, just like I said, the paladins can now be on the horde. The Draenei bring shamans over to the Alliance. So this is the first time Alliance characters get to be shamans. The Draenei are difficult to explain physically. Imagine a satyr. Imagine a satyr, um, except for give them these node nodule tentacles that come out of their chins. Um, some of them, they all have hooves. Um, but they have normal hands. Uh, some of them have nodules. Some of them don't. Some of them have hair. Some of them don't. Their cranial ridge is very much um, uh, <laughs> Klingon. Very Klingon. Um, and so, and they are amazing paladins. They're, they're the mages. They're top-notch mages. Ultimately, they kind of excel in everything they do. Uh, so when you first play as this character, you literally are coming out of the wreckage of your damaged ship and trying to figure out what the hell is going on so it's pretty cool these two races are major parts of the story that takes us through uh the burning uh crusade and onward because they have joined with their sides and now they, they are now part of their horde and alliance and they will stay that way even now that we're in shadowlands all these years later so i'm gonna leave it here <laughs> this show went super long i know i'm sorry darlings um i'm gonna put it out i hate putting out long shows and i'm i'm gonna try my best to not do it in the future i'm gonna really try to keep it tight uh, but i just wanted to give you guys all of this info and as much as i can so love you guys see you next week okay with the program me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend you know how well thank you so much chi chi you are exactly right my friends and darlings thank you so much for listening to another episode of the donna sugar show you can download these episodes anywhere you can find podcasts online and darlings i love to hear from you so give me a call at 716-236-8599 leave me a voicemail me at donnasugars.com or find me online at twitter and instagram at donna sugars and on Facebook at the Donna Sugar Show Facebook page. Or check me out on Tumblr at donnasugars.tumblr.com. Tumblr, that amazing place where physical beauty was enjoyed by all in all of its splendor. And thanks to Prudes, now all you can see are pet memes and funny text exchanges between moms and kids. And me, holding out that someday the dicks might return. That's tumblr.com. Kisses, darlings. Bye. And if you enjoyed this background music, check it out on Audio Library on YouTube. Just search Friendship by Declan DP. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.